episode of the master of one podcast part two for this week this week we continue our theme the magical world of disney with our guest designer at walt disney world jason ratner i'm andrew your master of art and design i'm patrick your master of television and film and i'm luke your master of toys and games so follow the dancing brooms to another episode because here we go they're not cleaning anything our sandbox theme the magical world of disney with a guest who is super cool we met him at creative south he actually took the hot seat and we are actually talking with him on the day he celebrates his five years with disney he is a graphic designer for the walt disney company ladies and gentlemen welcome mr jason j ratner thanks for having me how weird is it that your middle name is Jay and your first name is Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to cover both names because sure, I feel like sure. we're at Jay status at this we point, are. but maybe yeah. the listening. average listener is <laughs> what, still at Jason. What would you like the listeners to call you, Jay? <laughs> uh, Jay is fine. Okay. That's good. Well, we that's had, good. Cause that was a thing when we first started talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so anyway, that's, that's not, <laughs> he was like, you're there, not so. allowed to call me Jay. Not yet. It's too soon. Yeah. He I was never, very specific <laughs> before we start the interview. I'm Jason. <laughs> After the interview, he warmed up to us and he became, he became Jay. So, um, all right, there Jay. So tell everybody, um, first of all, thanks for joining us. We're excited to be here on, uh, your, your Disney birthday is yeah. really what this is. Yeah, that's exciting. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Do y'all have an internal name for that? Um, no, it's just, you know, your anniversary, company anniversary. Uh, It's a little bit more special than that because you got some pretty cool flair today. Yeah, you get like a cool poster and you get a new, um, for your five years, you get a new service pin. So on your name tag, you get to replace, if you have, typically you'll have your one year pin, Mm -hmm. um, which has Steve O'Willie on it. And then your five year pin has Pluto on it. That's awesome. So, and then you know the team, you know, put together a nice card and stuff like that. Is there is there a history be, behind like which character is for which anniversary? Do you know? Um, there. Well, I mean, it goes it goes up pretty high, but I, I mean, I can't say I know the specifics about sure each one, but you know, I'm you sure said it goes reasons. up. It goes up pretty high. Well, we're we're already jumping into some to these, some of these questions, but before we get there, we'll circle back to that. Before yeah. we get there, um, tell everybody who you are, uh, what you do, and all that good jazz. Give us the Wikipedia page uh, of who you are. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you know, as you just said, I, I'm a graphic designer right now for Disney. I've been with the company for five years, um, but I am originally from New York. Was born in the Bronx. Um, moved upstate to Poughkeepsie, which is in the Hudson Valley, for a while. And then uh, went to college where I studied graphic design at um, Pratt Institute in Brooklyn. Um, And really, I was introduced to uh, graphic design in high school. I took a really was more like a Photoshop class my senior year. Um, And before that, I was actually interested in going into fashion illustration Um, and even was doing a little acting all through middle school, high school. So I kind of didn't know at that point that I was really going to head into graphic design. And then once I took that class, I was like, hey, this is this is amazing. You know, I can do all this stuff on the computer, take my drawings, you know, scan them in, then do some really cool stuff. Um, so I decided to pursue that. Um, and then, yeah, I went to, to Pratt and, you know, studied there for uh, three and a half years because I did a small portion of school at um, my community college back in Poughkeepsie. Because um, then I actually took an internship with Disney in 2002 for a college program, went to work and play for a while. And then uh, finished school. And then when I finished, um, I, when I graduated from Pratt, I actually got a professional internship working for Disney as a graphic designer. So I moved down here in 2006 um, to do an internship, which was about a year. So I was doing graphic design for Disney Destinations at the time, which was also in celebration where I work now. Wow. So, yeah. okay. So you got started. Kind of a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get, how did you get connected to 
to the Disney internship? Like, what's the what's the step between um, what you were doing with school and then getting there? Um, yeah, so once I uh, was graduating from Pratt, I got accepted to do an internship with Disney Destinations. So that was in celebration, um, where it actually is in the same building where I'm working now, which is kind of funny. Wow. Um, so that was in 2006, and I had that internship for about a year. And it was really great because, you know, with the professional internships, you're actually getting to do what it is you, you know, are looking to do and what your major was and everything. So it was a, you know, really exciting opportunity for me to actually get down to Florida, see what it was all about and really, you know, start doing actual creative work for, for Disney. And of course, as an intern, there's, you know, a whole lot of other stuff that can get into the mix. So, you know, I wasn't designing all the time, but it was definitely sure. a, a good, you know, dose of, of what it could be like, you know, for a full-time person. Sure. Yeah. So, so what is the, was that placement through your school or did you just, just wanted to work for Disney and you were actively seeking it out? Did you know somebody like what, what was that actual, um, that, that stepping stone that you had to take? Cause there's going to be people who are listening. I know yeah. there's people who are listening, yeah. namely listening. me, who, <laughs> who, who want to know what that, that jump is between what you were doing and then getting your foot in with Disney. Yeah, I mean, I actually made myself the person to promote the internship program at my school because I, once my college program um, internship had ended in 2002, I actually stayed on to be what they were calling at the time a campus representative. So I would help the actual representative that was uh, assigned to our area and go out to different schools with them and help promote the college program, the internship programs, and then, you know, I, on my own time, brought that to my own school to help, you know, educate students there on what, you know, internships were available. Um, so it was it was cool for me because I was staying close, you know, to Disney. I felt still a part of it, even though I was still at school and, at you know, in New York. Um, it just helped me. It kept me closer to it. So I felt like, OK, this was a really good thing for me to do. I, you know, can see firsthand what internships are coming up and, you know, definitely you know, consider them for myself and see which ones I thought would be a, a good fit to go for once I graduate. Smart. So, wh- so I have a question going back even farther. Where did where did the um, the idea to be at Disney come from? Where did the love for Disney come from? Man, I just grew up with it. You know, we uh-huh. took some family trips to Disney, um, some big ones. You know, uh, they were just like some of the highlights of my childhood. So. Cool. Uh, Disney has always been, you know, a really big part of my life. And um, I was like learning how to draw came from Disney. I was okay. always tracing Disney character, you know, Disney characters, all the books and stuff like that. Um, and even Marvel, there's that, you know, like learn how to draw yeah, the Marvel, you know, Marvel characters. So the Marvel way, exactly. And so that was um, also really big for me. But sure. um, I just, you know, the Disney movies and um, I started, I was, co- I'm still a very big Disney collector. So I was collecting cool. things from a really young age, which, you know, I had to work really hard for because I wasn't, you know, making money when I was, you know, 12 years old, 13 years old. But, yeah. um, you know, the fa- my family definitely, uh, you know, was very awesome in that way that they helped me continue that, you know, collection and helped it get really big and crazy. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just something I grew up with and I just love it more and more every day. So, so let me yeah. be the first to say it. Um, mm-hmm. you did it. Congratulations. You got hired by <laughs> Thank you. So Thank you. <laughs> internship turned into like the real deal job working for the mouse. Um, so what does a graphic designer Intel uh, with w- your day-to-day at Disney now. Yeah, and I mean, if if I could back up real quick, though, I so after my internship ended, it was about four and a half years before I got back. To yeah, I was Disney. gonna so, I was gonna say the math wasn't adding up to yeah, me. Yeah, no, like, okay, it so was. There. You know, when you're you know you're basically on a contract when you're an intern, right? And so you're not guaranteed a position like like most internships, it's sort of you're right. taking that opportunity, you know, to learn and do the best you can. And hopefully something comes up. There wasn't really the right opportunity for me to stay, you know, unfortunately. And that was like a really hard thing to go through since I, you know, that's where I wanted to be. Yeah, it's what that I was your place. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it was what it was. And, you know, I had a great experience, but I decided to stay in Florida so that I was close to Disney. Um, so, after that, I basically, you know, moved all my stuff down. Um, 
and landed, you know, I actually worked at a few different places, probably about, you know, I don't need to get into all of them, but about four different places before I got myself back to Disney. But um, the job that I had right after my internship was uh, called Zarnowski. They were an exhibit design and um, trade show company. Uh, so I was there for about two and a half, almost three years of that four and a half, five year gap between, you know, until I got back from Disney. So that first job right off after the internship was really pretty amazing. I learned a lot of stuff. And I, from there on, I just wanted to make sure that whatever job I did have was going to help me, you know, get, get things into my portfolio, improve my skills and all those things that were going to really make me feel comfortable trying to get back to that, you know, job that I wanted to have at Disney. Yeah. Um, and of course, in the meantime, I was always keeping my eye out for what was available and, you know, things like that, kept in touch and networked with, you know, more people and stayed in touch, you know, again, with all the people that I worked with on my internship and, you know, just kind of waited it out and, you know, worked hard and, um, you know, just did the best I could until I could find the right opportunity to come back. So, so okay, so t- tell us a little bit, um, you had mentioned it some when we did the hot seat interview, but let's dive mm-hmm. a, a little bit deeper. And for those of you who haven't listened, um, you're going to, you're going to pick up some of this stuff now. Um, what is it that you do as a graphic designer now? Because that that could entail so many things at Disney, but you have a very specific job that you that you um, do for the company. So let's talk about that and, and let's kind of dive into that for a few minutes. Yeah, sure. Um, so the team that I'm on primarily uh, focuses on assisting our cast sell our product. So that's our our mainly our tickets and stuff. So um, that's you know, cast that is out at the park selling our tickets or even cast inter- you know, internally at our reservation center, that is the first point of contact where guests will call and say, hey, I want to book a Disney vacation. It's kind of up to us to help supply them with a lot of the tools and communications that they need to really stay up to date on what's going on at Disney. There's a lot of training that goes involved. Um, and so we're, you know, here to help them, motivate them. You know, we do a lot of really... Um, uh, cool environmental decor for the building that they're in. Um, there's a lot of you know internal communications that go out. Uh, so I mean, it's there's a whole lot of stuff that we'll that we'll do. Um, but it's you know, it's a good variety, which kind of you know definitely helps it um, keep it interesting. <laughs> right. So. And, and what you had mentioned when we when we talked earlier um, was that. You guys are essentially the 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 team. You're on the team that helps educate the cast members so that when the guests come in, they can get like the full Disney experience, right? So yeah, um, and I mean, you know, th- these casts they they know a lot already. It's just what you know, what things change very quickly, and so you know, we try our best to provide them with the tools to keep them up to speed and help them, you know. Uh, really be able to walk through an experience with the guests and and help them decide what it is their vacation is going to look like and how they can make that happen. Whether it's like, you know, what kind of tickets they need, booking the resorts, booking dining, all that stuff. You know, it's, there's a lot that goes into it and a lot that that cast goes through to, you know, make the best, help that guest make the the best choices for them for their vacation. Gotcha. What's it? What's a? Can you give us a tangible example of a piece that you would actually put together that would get into the hands of um, one of the one of your cast members, like a like a tangible sure. piece that you've that you've done? Yeah, I mean, our most important one is you know we call it a placemat. They do um, you know some stuff that you know basically will if there's events and things going on, it's basically like uh, yeah. Um, a piece that they can go through all the options of whatever event is going on or whatever it is they're trying to communicate. So the cast member could actually hold something and talk with the guests and actually, you know, walk through it with them and, you know, help them see visually what actually we have to offer for whatever it is that they're looking for. Okay. So I might, I'm, I'm being a little dense right now. So cast, when you say you do this stuff for like cast members, mm-hmm. we're talking about the people that dress up and walk around the park specifically. Um, these are mostly those that are selling tickets, you know, um, oh, okay. they're selling our, yeah. They're so selling when I think of cast, I think about like a play and like people dressed up and stuff like that. So <laughs> oh, just no, like, I'm sorry. No, I'm like sorry. A, an employee is a cast member. Are you a cast member? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a cast member. Yeah. So that was, that was Walt's, Walt's thing. All the, all of his employees were cast members. So yeah, we're, you know, we're just looking to provide pieces that help empower our cast to do the best they can to, 
you know, sell to our dad. So this is one thing um, that stood out to me talking to you. So we, you know, over last month we interviewed, uh, in addition to our normal monthly people, I think we interviewed 27 others. And, um, and, and, all different walks. I mean, people from like small jobs, people that uh, freelance manage themselves, to people that worked for large companies, even like um, you know Bethany Heck that was with it's with Microsoft, right? That mm-hmm. not was, yeah. but is. And um, uh, and I, I don't see this as a negative, but typically when people start talking about their job, there's a bit of like the magic that goes away. Like if you don't know about something, it's magical, and then as soon as you start learning yeah. about it, it's just another job, and it's just it's sitting it's. You know, I might be making a little bit more drab, but it's a cubicle and it's a desk and it's that. But when I hear you talk, you still use terms like cast member. And like, I remember thinking like while you were talking at Creative South, like he actually sounds like he really loves what he's doing and he really loves where he's at. And like none of the veil went away while you were talking, which impressed (laughs) me. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I'm thankful for where I am and for what I'm doing. Uh, you know, I'm part of a really great team and I think what we do is really important. Um, and so, you know, I just, I go with that. And, you know, if I get to make great looking stuff at the same time, I think that's, you know, it's really important for me. So, but you're, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Andrew. But you're also, so you're doing that, but then you're also doing, so that when I see like the, uh, the, the, like the helmets or the pieces you're putting up on like your dribble, are those just all off time? Yeah, this is, you know, just stuff that I'm doing, you know, to kind of play with and push myself to do new things and just kind of like many passion projects that I'm, you know, trying to, you know, create something new and fun for myself. So it's, that's what you're seeing on there at any time that I post that stuff because I don't really post anything that I do at work. But, um, so yeah, it's, it's just all for fun. Are you not allowed to post what you do at work or is it just, you just don't post it because it's not. Yeah, no, I mean, unless it is something I can like physically go out and take a picture of or something like that. Yeah. We don't, we don't post that stuff. So yeah. That, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I yeah, guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, well then let's dive into one of those pieces then. Um, unfortunately you said a little bit earlier that you were a team captain. Not <laughs> well. <you know. laughs> that sounds Let's, funny that way. Team, there's no hashtag context. Team Cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Team Cap. That's better. Um, I can see where Team Captain is on different. his rugby team. He was Team Captain and super into rugby. <laughs> so your latest post on your dribble is uh, it's the shield. It's it's oh, cap, yeah. it's Cap Shield. So why not talk a little bit about this project? Uh, the inspiration for the piece, both in the aesthetic and then you know, in putting this out there, I, apparently you're a very big Captain America fan. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I was just really like caught up in the hype of the movie. I love the film. It was like, you know, just really, ins- I don't know. I just felt really inspired to do something. And I think a lot of artists, you know, obviously whenever we see something or, you know, whether it's a movie or a concert or whatever, I don't know. Um, we just kind of get the urge to create something from that. Yeah. So, and I actually hadn't really done anything Marvel before. So I was like, well, this is a great opportunity for me to just like, you know, sit down and do something quick. And I, you know, I was really only doing it as sort of just a, you know, quick thing just to, you know, do for fun. So I, I honestly didn't put a ton of time into it, but I will say I definitely kind of struggled with going back and forth between, you know, keeping it super flat or adding like a little bit of texture and some, you know, depth to it. So I, um, you know, I just, kind of went with what I felt looked right in the end. So it's just so, a fun, fun, quick thing to me. Here's a shop talk question for you then. Uh, yeah. You said that this was a fun, quick thing. H- how long did this particular piece take you? Because I'm sitting here looking at it. Um, hmm, probably no more than like an hour and a half. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I was, mm-hmm. so I don't do it like mm-hmm. straight through either. I like come back and forth and pick it back up, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. here and there. But um. Yeah, Andrew, what does all the groaning mean long. that you're doing? Well, because it would take me like five hours to do that. No, <laughs> so no, no. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, the, like what you did to cast the shadows and you, you got just the right bevel, but not like a Photoshop like bevel and extrude, but like a cl- very classy, clean looking. Oh, it, it definitely, you see the tension between in a good way between a flat, uh, a flat image and some texture and dimension to it. I just love it. I think it's really good. No, you, you did it an hour and a half, and it's good. Congratulations. <laughs> well, you also work at Disney, and you don't. You also work at Disney. I guess that should be expected. No, it's not all like that. Like that. I mean, that was one that I was like, all right, you know, 
I told myself, don't spend too much time. This is just like a fun, quick thing. You don't have a lot of time, you know, and I do this stuff like at night too. So, you know, I was getting real tired, but, um, you know, I just wanted it to be. <laughs> You're not making just, this any better. <laughs> I just wanted it to be, I was super you know. tired. I was actually half asleep. I don't even remember finishing <laughs> I was trying it. to do it like half crappy. Uh, this no, came out. <laughs> but actually, you know, I almost, I, I wasn't really happy with it without the texturing and stuff so but now sure. i'm happy with it i just yeah yeah it's good but to be fair that was like the texturing and stuff i i pulled something i had already created that i felt like fit so I, monochromatic mickey texturing <laughs> um, maybe the, maybe yeah, yeah yeah i think so no man. that one was different that that one is different but it is okay it's similar man so your work has a, a very defined uh defined defined <laughs> style <laughs> Um, what, where would you say that this comes from for you? Like when, when you were drawing, when you were younger and when you were in college, um, this is all very graphic based, right? So you're a graphic designer. Um, do you call yourself an illustrator at all? I don't. Okay. And honestly, it's, it's interesting to hear you say that because I, you know, I'm sure others can relate. It's still struggle sometimes to figure out what my style is. You know, there's like so many different things I want to do and, you know, how to do them and, you know, where am I pulling inspiration from and what do I think is the best fit for me or what's easiest for me, you know, is also a factor. So, um, those are all great questions. You should answer them because that's where <laughs> I was going to go with it. So. I know, I know. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think more so now than maybe like two years ago, I, I do a lot more illustration. That was like one more thing that I was trying to really push myself on, um, to, to do more of. So I think I'm, I'm getting there. I don't think I'm, I could still call myself like solely an illustrator, but I think, you know, I'm trying to mix it up and definitely push myself to do some new stuff. Yeah, I I think you're doing great. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about, so I, I see a thread through, I don't know how far back it goes. What I can see so far is your pilgrim hat. So you have this this thread a little bit of these collages where you take yeah. all of these um pieces that fit together in a theme and then oh, you make yeah, a collage yeah. and uh, usually kind of shape based. So talk me through like that style and how that uh, has evolved over time. Yeah. Cause I think that one was the first that I did. That okay. Was like that. Um, I think at that moment I was definitely thinking I needed to do something a little bit well, or a lot different than I had done before. So um, I mean, there's, you know, definitely inspiration in there i know like you know you guys just talked to jared mariana he has done some really like cool stuff that's similar with characters and, and stuff and i kind of like you know really love that style and yeah um you know thought it'd be cool if i tried something similar to that but you know with my own take and um that kind of evolved into another one that i did like for christmas so there's like a christmas tree um, that was definitely the, cause the Pilgrim one was not Disney related, but the Christmas version I did has like a lot yeah. of, a lot of Mickey's and stuff in there. Sure. Um, and then from the holiday ones, it kind of branched off from there. Um, but yeah, I don't, and I, my latest one, I think the, well, the Sorcerer Mickey was the last one I did. And then most recently today, I posted one that I did, um, inspired by Tangled, so the Rapunzel theme. Yeah. Uh, that one I kind of tried to take even further and, you know, add more elements and other, you know, objects from the movie. There are gems hidden in there, man. On. I was looking at it earlier today, and oh, there was thanks. some fun stuff hidden in there. <laughs> it's Thank not you. posted to your dribble yet. It's just on Instagram. Yeah, right? it's just on Instagram. Yeah. By the so, time I mean, this goes live on Friday, though, that'll probably be <laughs> in your dribble, too. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll okay. probably be on there. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I've had a lot of fun with it, and people seem to really respond to it. So, um, you know, I think it's fun for me to see that kind of response, and then it definitely inspires me to keep doing it and, you know, try to make it different each time and harder each time for myself, so that I don't, I don't, you know, <laughs> don't want to get bored with it, obviously. But um, yeah. But yeah, but those don't take an hour and a half. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine. So I, I was looking at. You know, obviously, he said I, it's I, more like thirty minutes. No, <laughs> yeah. no, those definitely no. don't take all uh, all of an hour and a half. No way. <laughs> um, but um, one thing that I noticed, another kind of shop talk question. Initially, when I saw like the Christmas tree and some of the other ones, uh, like the Sorcerer's Apprentice, I thought what you were doing was at a quick glance, it just looked like you were creating everything in on the side and then just flipping it. 
to create the mirror image. That is not what you're doing. No. This is all hand like plotted. Every tiny image is is placed exactly where you want it. And goodness gracious, it's just yeah. really good. It's it's oh, really you. neat. Those would be really good phone cases or really crazy t-shirts. <laughs> like that's full true. pattern right. t-shirts. You should do that. That would be really neat. So um, cool. let's uh, let, let, let's take a different direction here for a second. I want to talk about what your um, your love of Disney kind of means for you. Um, you see, so you've been working there for five years. Mm-hmm. I want to know what um, what you've learned that's kind of inherently Disney. Not like you could have been a graphic designer and learned this anywhere, um, but being a graphic designer for Disney, what what have you learned over the five years that you've been there that you can kind of help, um, that you can just help either inspire or course correct or educate somebody who's listening? Um, I think for me, it's like more related to the culture, you know, that Disney has and coming from, you know, almost five years outside of Disney and then coming back to Disney. Um, it was almost culture shock, you know, in a great way, because I think, you know, Disney definitely functions differently than any other company I've ever worked for. And, you know, I'm sure any other company in the world. So, um, it was really, I don't know, it was cool for me to start like relearning the Disney culture. And, um, I think the one big thing is, you know, for me on my team anyways, you know, uh, how could I say this? You know, you can always, you can always move on. Like there's always something else out there that you're, that you should be able to feel like you could do if you want to do it. So, you know, we don't ever feel, at least I don't ever feel like, you know, if there was a really great opportunity or something that I felt like was really gonna, you know, benefit me and my career within the company. I feel like there is huge support system you know, that I have, Hmm. you know, within the company that would, you know, want to help me get there. And we, you know, there's a lot that we do now that we support each other creatively. And um, there's a lot of great things that we'll do to kind of keep ourselves inspired. But I think, you know, it's not, um, it's not something where I feel like I can't make a change if I needed to, or if I wanted to within the company, you know, to help pursue part of a career that, you know, is really important to me. So I think that's, yeah that's interesting because i think it's um that's probably not what people would think i mean Mm -hmm. that's for me and i love disney and i still want to work there someday and it's just a dream but that's not what i would think because it's a large corporation it's a large company and you could easily see how the cutthroat and the like oh you want to do something else well there's a thousand other people who want your job and you know that how that could permeate yeah it's cool to hear um, that it's maybe not like that, yeah, and, yeah. and that it's it's more family oriented and uh, supporting each other. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I mean that's the feeling I I, I get. So. so you made the comment that um, I mean you said the culture shock. You said it was hugely different, and you just mentioned as far as the support system. But what other ways do you think that the way, even just within your department, the way kind of like the daily business is conducted, or, or the kind of project flow, whatever. How do you feel like it distinguishes itself from maybe the design firm down the street? Mm, good question. Um, I'm, I mean, there's definitely a lot of similar, you know, similarities, but um, I don't know. I think it's, you know, a lot of partnerships that you have that really are important to make your job work. And, you know, there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of people around, even in different areas that you'll, work with that you know you're all working towards the common goal so it's sort of you know how do we all come together to really make this make this happen and in some of the other jobs i've had it just felt like a lot of other areas are you know working against each other even under the same umbrella so it's just you know when i'm experiencing what i am at you know what i'm doing at disney and everyone's coming together you know from all different areas and different departments to like make this one project you know, take off, you know, it's really, it's gratifying because you're really like, hey, this is, you know, this is a team. These people aren't even on my team, but we're still a team, you know, whereas in, yeah. some, in some companies, you always feel like you know, you're butting heads or you're working against each other sometimes, but and it's not always like that. But um, I don't know, for me, that's kind of what stood out is 
do you th- so do you think that part of that is the skill of the people that you're working with? I mean, I would assume that that you do work with very very skilled people. Do you think that kind of helps like so sometimes I think that some of the butting heads is because um people want to be very stubborn and, and kind of prove themselves all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And so because that they really want to hold fast to their idea or or their feeling about a situation rather than saying, okay, like what's, how can we all like do this together? I can remove my ego from it because I'm, I'm comfortable with myself so I can drop yeah, my ego. Threatened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, so do you think part of that, like being able to really work together, do you think part of that has to do with the skill of the people you're working with? Or do you feel like that's just something that is kind of like, kind of like a reinforced value to everybody of like, Hey, like we're working together. This is, you know, kind of, we're all rowing at the same time. Is that just mm-hmm. a continually reinforced value? Yeah, I would say all of the above. <laughs> um, and that's not, you know, like every company, you know, we're, we're still a company and I'm not saying everything is always perfect and pixie dust, but, um, you know, <laughs> nice. it's, um, you know, it is what you make of it. And, you know, if you go in open-minded and, you know, are willing to at least hear out what everyone else has to say, I feel like you sort of get the same respect. So, um, it's again, like part of that culture to like, you know, it's in place for a reason. And I think everyone you know, does a good job. So, so speaking of um, everyone being talented and, and hopefully that being like a, a removal of some of the, um, the threatening nature or whatever, the, the I'm not going to help you nature. What's the, what's the mindset um, from the Disney angle in your team specifically, or maybe at large uh, about furthered education? Like, you guys, um, how supportive are they? What is there a, a track that you can jump into? Are you expected to either go to conferences or read up on things or be taking courses? Like, what's what is it like in the for Disney with the continued education? Disney is definitely supportive of you know you wanting to go back to school if you you know need to do that, and you know obviously you'd have to you know work that out with your area, but um, you know there's also things like lynda.com or a conference, if you're, you know, feeling like it's really going to benefit you, then, you know, they're definitely supportive and trying to help you figure out what's the best way to, you know, get you that extra training. Is it like a a blanketed, like if you are a Disney cast member, you get like Linda credentials? No. (laughs) Okay. Well, I didn't know if I didn't know if it was like a a deal they had worked out with them or something like that. Uh, Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. I just know we have it for our area. Um, which has been really great. It's, you know, really helpful. And sometimes we'll just like get together and watch videos and stuff like that just to help, help That's... keep us inspired. And it sounds like fine. It sounds, yeah, well, fine. here's what it sounds like to me. It sounds to me like, um, it doesn't sound unlike other, un- unlike other, um, companies that are more like, it, I guess in my head, I've idealized Disney in the sense that the people who are there are the best of the best. And they are the ones like creating the the tutorials and they're the ones who know all this stuff. But it's cool to know that uh, we could be watching the same Skillshare, the same Linda course to, yeah, to sure. watch tutorials because, um, gosh, that's again, like what, like last week, Jared said something. I don't remember exactly what it was that felt like it opened. Oh, it was the procrastination thing that felt like it opened the door a little bit wider that like, maybe it's not so far fetched to think that, that an average Joe could end up working there someday. That's like another step toward that. Another step (laughs) toward, okay, so maybe I don't have to know everything before I apply to work at Disney. Well, but you have to be able to illustrate that shield in an hour and a half. That's true. (laughs) That's the the litmus test. So I'm going to try to duplicate it tonight and time myself. And if I can get it down to an hour and a half, I'll apply immediately. So no, I have. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's good. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, I need to know what is on that shelf behind you. Uh, to my, yep. it's my left. Probably your right. This one. No, the other one. You were right the first uh, this time. This one. Um, yes. th- those are uh, some of my vinylations. Nice. There, there, there are more up top of that one. Uh-huh, a big there's one. a big one up top. I like yeah, the just a white one. Yeah. I yeah, love it. I okay, so a, what? what's your favorite? Because I know they have, like, in the Vinylmations, there's all different, I guess, properties within Disney and characters. And what's the favorite one you have? Or, like, what's the rarest one you have? Oh, man. Um, I really like the area ones, like the ones I got in New York City. Like, I have a really cool Statue of Liberty one. And her, uh, the flame lights up. I like that. Being a New Yorker, I'm like, oh, man, I have to have this one. 
Um, there was one out in sense. Vegas that we got of, uh, um, oh <laughs> of Stitch dressed as Elvis. Oh, uh, nice. I think that one's cool. Oh, nice. So like the ones that you can get that are like specific to a location, I, I, I don't know I really love those. But um, a lot of the seasonal ones I like too, like the gingerbread and Mickey Minnie and you yeah. know, the, the like there was a spectacle of lights one when that, that one was out, like things like that. Because I, I don't go like too crazy, even though I wish I could and like get the whole sets of stuff. But um, I don't know anybody like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, see, I see a couple things behind you as well. But, um, <laughs> Did you get any of the yeah. uh, Stormtrooper helmets they had? No, I'm not. I'm not. I should. Well, should. now you have a thing to spend money on. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just ask for it. Yeah. Tell me you need it for research in your department. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just Let's tell see how much they care about Gintu. I think they probably have better research for Stormtrooper helmets <laughs> than, than going to one of the retail stores and buying a helmet. Oh, um, okay, so we're going to... We're going to round the bases to our final questions so that we can uh, honor your time and keep this bite-sized for people. Um, But uh, to go into that, I'm just going to ask a simple question. Um, I know that Luke asked when we were together in the hot seat. We weren't together in the hot seat. You were in the hot seat. I was in my own chair. Um, The... He asked you who your favorite character was. I'm going to expand that a bit. What's your favorite Disney film? Um... I mean, I I think I mentioned Snow White. I mean, I do love Snow White. Right. I think um, Sleeping Beauty is another favorite of mine. Like, just the style of that film just blows my mind. Like, it's just just amazing. Um, I mean, and that, those are from some of the older ones. I don't like you know, Zootopia was amazing. I mean, I know that was our most recent, but yeah. Man, that was just super good. Um, but yeah, I would say like from the choose my all-time favorite, you know, Sleeping Beauty is Sleeping Beauty way up there. All right, yeah, that's fair. All right, yeah. who's gonna take it's it? It's Luke because he's sweating bullets right now that I'm gonna ask his question. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, listen. Here's here's the thing. My question is: It's first of all, I have a fake question, but then I have my question is... Oh a, my gosh, just silly. start asking already. <laughs> no, my, fake, my, fake question, just go. my fake question is, do you guys do like breakfast with Mickey and Minnie on Fridays or anything in the office? Does that happen? No. Do Which I do a should. character breakfast on my own time? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's the best. That's a true Disney. Dude, are yeah. there secret dining rooms, Listen, by the way? Th- are there like secret restaurants? Yeah, the the cast member only lounge. Like he can tell you. No, we have a cafeteria. So my question is actually from Blake Stevenson, Jet Packs and Roller Skates, one of our friends. He we asked last week, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. Who? What is your favorite iteration of Mickey? Oh man. Well, I hate to repeat myself, but from the Creative South interview, but I mean, the Mickey that we saw, you know, as in Sorcerer's Apprentice. I feel Perfect. Like, yeah, he's to me my all time favorite. Just, I don't know. And he's kind of like a good mix of what I feel like he looks like now and what he looked like when he, you know, first got started, like in Single Willie and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I just really loved the way that he looked in that one. Absolutely. Perfect. What do you is there a name for the Mickey Mouse head like shape? Do you have like some shorthand name for that? Yeah, Mickey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mickey head. <laughs> so I, I no one's are you hiding those in all the stuff that you produce? Uh I don't. No. <laughs> I don't. Like it like that goes out at the park or at the uh like in anything i mean i'm just saying like if mm-hmm. yeah the stuff that if, you're if producing there's a like, fun opportunity to do it and it's you know something maybe we want the cast to get involved in and like kind of hint that there's you know hidden mickeys and stuff like you know we could there's i know there's some installation art pieces that have been done where we you know kind of have free reign on and so um we'll throw some hidden things in there for the you know cast to like find but um yeah it's not in everything though are you tallying up your own hidden Mickey? Uh, like, where you're? Have you discovered all the hidden Mickeys that are at the parks? Oh no! no. Okay, I should get all that right. book. Who's that guy that does those? I know. Is that like one dude that's like, I'll put one here and here. No, I'll never find it. No, yeah, I'm sure there's there's many. So, 
I like that you said, <laughs> Minnie. So I like that you said, um, that's a pun. Um, yeah. <laughs> you said earlier that I guess after the internship, there wasn't an opportunity and then you went off, um, and, and or I guess you said it was like what, four years, five years that you were yeah, doing something else before yeah. you ended up back. And, um, and I just like the idea that during all that time, you said you stayed close and yeah. you kept, you were intentional about doing things that still got you closer to one day securing that job or ending up back where you where you uh, wanted to be at, and I think that's I think that's great advice for uh, probably a lot of the people that are listening that that yeah. they want something, and it can be at Disney, and it can be at the the firm down the street, and it could be starting their own business, whatever right. it is, and they don't have it now, and that's a frustrating thing to not have it now. Um, yeah. But to always be like taking the steps of like, you know does this get me one step closer or, or at least keep me in the ballpark so if the opportunity presents itself like I'm ready and, and I can like grab it. So I, right. I think it's it's really awesome that you did that. Do you have um do you have any other advice for, for the person that that is either uh just now out of school or they um you know haven't quite landed their dream job yet and they're still working? Uh mm-hmm. you know, what's some other practical advice you'd give them to um to kind of help motivate them to get there or, or get them closer? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Cause I, I mean, just to touch on all that, I, I do meet with like interns will come and meet with me and, you know, we'll have meet and greets and, you know, I'll get to know them. They'll get to know me and, um, yep. or we'll meet other people within the company. We, you know, kind of try to do that a lot, but whenever, you know, whenever they're on the internship, I give them that exact advice. Cause I, I tell them that's exactly what I went through. You know, I had the internship unfortunately couldn't stay, um, you know, but I tried to put myself in situations where, you know, or in jobs that I felt like I could still be proud of the work that I was doing. And, you know, sometimes if it's not exactly what you want to be doing, cause you can't always get the perfect type of job all the time. Um, you know, you have to kind of push yourself on your own time to do a lot of the you know other things that you want to do to actually build your portfolio. So, um, yep. yeah, I mean, I just think you have to kind of stay focused on what you're your goal is and figure out you know what it is you can do where you're where you are at that time because you may have a job where yeah you're not doing the type of design work you're wanting to do but maybe there's opportunities to learn other skills and gain other strengths within that to kind of help give you a better rounded experience you know and, and i think that's valuable to a lot of companies you know that you're you know gaining experience and you know getting all this um this stuff you know together to help build a portfolio and kind of like build yourself up to be ready for the job that you want um, yeah it's not going to hurt you right I yeah mean, ultimately no, you're I, not going to get hurt by it i mean I, I was definitely trying to do freelance you know for those times that i you know was out or you know for those few years that i was outside of disney and um i started my own wedding invitation business after i got married in 2008 i did my own wedding invitations and so i was doing that a lot and that just added like a different you know, thing to my portfolio that I could talk about. Um, and did so, you yeah, charge I mean, your wife for, for your wedding <laughs> invitation? No, <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> smart. smart. No, she was my best client. So, cool. um, but yeah, I mean that, and that really ended up taking off for me, which was interesting. So I was doing that pretty hardcore for quite a few years um, and having a lot of fun with it. But then, you know, there was some other things that I wanted to end up, you know, start doing and, Try to take on some other freelance projects that gave me, you know, something different that I could add to my portfolio. So, sure. absolutely. Yeah. So, here's my final question: sure. um, What are some things, uh, some fun things that you've been able to do specifically because you had the chance to do or see or be a part of, specifically because you've worked for Disney? Um, I saw Captain America a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Uh, yeah, That's how uh, you were able to do it in an hour and a half. He had several weeks to mull it over, yeah, guys. No, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there was it was a, a full day of movies that we got to screen, which was which was really great. Um, that doesn't happen all the time, but it's it's usually like once a year, once or twice a year. Um, uh, you know, we get to do some really cool cast previews. Like when New Fantasyland opened, they offer casts an opportunity to go beforehand, yeah. um, before it's open to the public. So, you know, it's not quite so crazy. You get to ride everything, you know, get to experience it all, see it. Um, so those opportunities, I, I mean, as a Disney 
nut. You know, those are like things yeah. I'm all about. I'm always there for that stuff. Um, that's awesome. Can be. Dude, that's um, exciting. So yeah, I mean, things like that, I look forward to. I think that makes, you know, I, yeah, I get to the parks as often as I can, but being that, you know, we are in the corporate environment, it's definitely a fun time to get out and go to the parks. And sometimes as a team, we'll try to do outings, you know, into the park and stuff and things That's like so that cool. when, we, when we can. So, but yeah, That's those, awesome, those yeah. type of things are, are high up on my list. <laughs> I'll bet. So, all right. So, um, tell everybody where they can find you, um, where they can support you. Do you have a shop or anything like that? Uh, no, I don't, I don't have a shop. Um, okay. but you can, you know, definitely follow me on Instagram. It's jratner81. Um, and then I'm at jratner on Twitter. Um, I'm on Dribble and uh, my website, jratnerdesign.com. Um, they're all places that you can find this stuff. So. Awesome. Check out his stuff. It's really cool. Uh, his style is really unique and fun. Um, it's just it's just really good. So check it out. Um, well, it, would you mind sticking around for us for a few minutes and yeah, sure. draw some tokens for us? Yeah, definitely. Rock and roll. Well, that's awesome. it for our interview with Jay. A huge thanks. Thank and you up guys next, so much. We're going to draw some tokens. All right, so every week we draw tokens to figure out exactly what it is we're going to talk about the next week, and Jay is here, and so he's going to pick them for us. Um, he's one of only a few people who have been on the show and and have actually felt the weight of these tokens. He was here. <laughs> heavy. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're heavy. They're weighty. They're very, very real for those of you who are wondering if they're real or just we pick numbers. Um, but since we're going to pick numbers, pick a number between one and three, and you'll be picking for Luke. Okay, two. Two, Luke, TV and film, my friend. All right. Face. Okay, and you're going to pick between one and two, and you'll be picking for Patrick. One. One. Patrick, you've got art and design. That means I've got toys and games, so we have changed it up. Congratulations, everybody. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode of the Master of One Podcast. You can find us online at mofonepodcast.com, where you can find show notes with links to all the stuff we talked about, and you can get right to Jay's website straight from our page. You can also listen to the archives and listen to all sorts of other fantastic guests, um, man, from all over the creative platforms. Um, but uh, we also have social media. It's M of one podcast on instagram twitter lo and facebook you can also join the conversation on slack patrick how do you do that just go to our instagram at m of one podcast and uh follow the link in the profile that's couldn't be simpler than that and jay's on there mm -hmm. jay's on yeah. our slack line he chats it up a little bit uh jared is on there as well jared mariama is on there uh recently joining the crew was john paul kaiser is That's on right. there now, so the the uh, the European uh, toy designer, and then who else is I on there? I feel kind of bad be... for JPK, and I know he's listening. So JPK, this is to you. I feel kind of bad because we're all in a different country than you are. So <laughs> we're all on, and then we go to bed, and then you jump on like by yourself. So well, we're trying. We have some Canadians. We'll so get Robert Andrew Ball Cole. on there, yeah. and then y'all be great. We've got Andrew Colvin in there. We've got Jetpacks and Roller Skates in there. We're trying to get Robert Ball in there. So if we get Robert Ball in there, the two of you can be on the same cycle. <laughs> and just know that all of your jokes will be funny, but just like six hours later. So, um, But join us on the Slack line. It's a good time. We, we, we've been having a great conversation in there. Um, and uh, I think that's all the stuff that you need to know about. We have personal social media. Luke, what's yours? Uh, Luke Gall on Instagram and Twitter. Patrick, the great pads be on Instagram. Just check out that one. <laughs> so you've just given up the other ones at it's, this point. It's done. Okay. It's completely over. That's fair. Okay, <laughs> Jay, to remind everybody where your social media is. Uh, sure. On Instagram, it's jratner81, and on Twitter, it's at jratner. Okay, and I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's on all the different platforms. Guys, we are out of here. This has been a fantastic episode with Jay. Huge thanks to him. But uh, for now, we're out of here. I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. I'm Luke. I'm Jay. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hold on to your butts. to this sandbox episode of the master of one podcast part two for this week this week we kick off a different day
<laughs> I'm being the siren from the new Star Wars uh, promo. <laughs> Okay. That's definitely better than you, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I can do a really good siren from Star Wars. episode of the master of one podcast i was off all the time i'm gonna slow i'm gonna stop down i'm gonna go down (laughs) (laughs) he's spinning out of control These are all new sounds. (laughs) 